Hello and welcome back to Poga Tram Jam. After a short break to finish my studies, I have returned to interview some artists. Today I went out and visited Anne Martin Walsh at her Bree studio in Enniscorthy. Masked up, sanitised and at a small distance, I had the pleasure of listening to her background, seeing some of her work, learning a little bit about what it is and why it is she makes the stuff she does and a lot more. I hope you enjoy the episode and as ever, if you have any questions or want to follow up, just get in touch with the email attached. Thank you. And we are live. Hello Anne, thank you for having me at your beautiful studio just at the foot of Bree Hill and Sporty. And thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you, thank you. We're just uh, admiring your, your printing press here. Um, you were talking me through some of the collagraphs you have here. I have, yeah, collagraphs. I have, um, uh, they're tiny, they're just uh, manuports of my mind. There's 20 of them. And they're, um, mm. they're the size of, they have to fit in the palm of your hand right. as a manuport. Okay. It has to be, but it has to be... Um, a manuport would be uh, like a stone or something, a piece of wood, okay. maybe that resembles a face or a body. Or okay. To uh, so, these are ones of my mind. So they're uh, uh, taken from what I would have seen over the years, and uh, in stones and wood and faces in wood and things, mm-hmm. and put. But they're they're a particular size. They have to fit in your hand. So mm-hmm. each of the of the twenty of them fit are are exactly the size of a of a of an average the manuport. Like so uh, I have printed them all individually, but mm-hmm. I'm now preparing to print them all on one sheet. Mm. I like the arrangement of them. The sort of the grid you have here. Yes. Is there a significance to the layout you've done there, or is it sort of? sort of aesthetically based that way. Well it's aesthetic yeah. uh, mainly when I was little, uh, placing them it's um, aesthetic because I know by by them what's going to print darker and what's mm. lighter so I wanted I didn't want to hold the dark in one corner basically sure. so um, so when I'm placing them I print them I place them so that I've mixed darker ones through you know yeah. so I like that it's a nice contrast because obviously this is primarily audio based but um, yeah. there's a nice sort of mixture of it, sort of dark and it's almost got a cork kind of it looks, texture to it. It looks like cork, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. I suppose that's the French polish though. Makes right. It makes it look okay. when 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 you've done when I've made the little collagraph, yeah. I, I then have to seal it with the French with the French polish. So okay. Uh, several layers and, and that gives it that kind of tone that gives it? it that tone which is lovely yeah. and then uh, they gets, they've been printed once already so that you have some residual ink a little bit of residual ink I clean them but mm. it's still have a little bit of residual ink which darkens places on them too so. it's beautiful because again referring to the fact that this is just on audio but the, the prints are laid out here on this, on this press um, and in the background, you've got this like this wooded area. It's so idyllic here, like this. Yeah, yeah. Do you, you've you've set up your studio here in the last couple of years. Uh, I think when I finished my uh, undergrad, yeah, I had no studio, sure. and uh, I found that extremely difficult. Yeah. So uh, I I thought oh, uh, before and then I went on to do my masters. So I my one thing in my head uh, while doing the masters was I wasn't going to be left with no studio again. Yeah. And uh, I had the room here to to actually use it. Yeah. So I just had to, to do a little 
building work, like yeah. knocking through walls and mm. putting in French doors and that yeah, kind of thing. Sure, sure. And, and turning and putting in a good sink. Mm. And by the time I'd all that done, like uh, uh, I have, I have what I, I consider to be a good enough studio oh, to keep me working. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm I lucky. Was taken aback by it when I when I arrived um, through the driveway. It's it's really bright. It's very professional. You know, I wasn't I'm not it, expecting. It's person. facing the right way. Yeah, but, um, yeah. You don't want this. Uh, it, uh, it. I'm getting a northeast light mainly. So uh, that's good. Mm. That's better for a studio. Yeah. yeah. And you mentioned about the wall space of the alcove. It actually looks like a gallery space, what you've done here, because you have some more, slightly more colourful print work in the back there. Um, and yeah, you've designed this yourself, the whole, the whole sort of... Well, it was, it was actually two bedrooms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. knocked into one. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, so it's not. It's just a, a re purposing of space basically yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that was there already so yeah sure. so obviously we jumped straight in describing your studio space um in terms of like your early days getting into art or studying art what what by way of background how did you get into this well uh, initially I, yeah. I was a nurse i trained as a nurse right. years, yeah. years ago and practiced as a nurse for mm. many years and then i gave up when my sons were young right um, but i always had a, a uh, kind of an inter- uh, an interest in art, mm. so um, but um, I was I was doing a bit myself. I mm-hmm. was doing watercolors initially, and then I, I I started doing, and I went to some local classes and that kind of thing. Mm. So and I but I wasn't happy with what I was doing, and then when it came where I had the opportunity maybe to do something to go back. Now it took me about four or five years of thinking about it mm. and get building up the courage mm. to actually go back to mm. college, to go back to a college. Of course. Never really, because when I nursed, we, we didn't do it through college. It mm. was through the hospitals. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I didn't ever have that college experience. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so um, yeah, it took me a while to build up the nerve. Absolutely. So, and, and encouragement of friends and my family. My, mm. my niece gave up her profession and went back to college and did um, art mm. uh, but she she had to go to Glas- uh, she went to Glasgow initially and then Aberdeen yeah and then the Royal College of Art nice. yeah. so yeah she, she um, but she at her graduation in Aberdeen uh, I think it, uh, my sister said you know that she said why do, why wouldn't I go back to college you know of course, yeah, yeah. I could do it you know so that kind of made me think more positively about it so I, yeah. I, I looked around and I was too late to apply for colleges then mm. so I applied for Gory School of Art mm. yeah and then I was applying to level five and a friend said are you mad apply for level six so I, I said okay so I did and mm. uh, that was a fabulous year yeah. that was yeah. that was the best thing that ever happened to me I remember saying to Paul Carter when I went for the interview and um, I feel very stuck mm. and he said well and we're going to unstick you <laughs> and uh, yeah and and they did you know it was just uh, uh, liberating yeah, yeah it was fabulous experience yeah. um, it gave me an excellent foundation going on mm. words as well mm. you know mm. I really felt well capable going yeah. on yeah. I, I myself just graduated from the same level six in Gorey and found that myself. I came in loving art, wanting to do it, but really not knowing 
how to go forward and they just they just opened up the whole lot to me I really yeah. mean that like you can't yeah. write them highly enough. yeah it, it, it is um, I suppose what, what would I say it gave me uh, I was less particular and less uh, uh, fussy mm. and more uh, uh, bold sure yeah. you know coming you know through my through the work yeah so uh, also it opened up uh uh, a whole thing about what art really is about, and and you know, and how it would relate to me. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Yeah, and um, in terms of the the unsticking or the the ideas, <laughs> in terms of practice, like prior to studying art, has it shifted how you how you make art itself, like or? How oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, what what I would have brought up in a portfolio to mm. Glory. Mm. Is nothing like what I do now. Sure. <laughs> okay. So I'm not knocking what I did. Yeah. I'm saying it's completely different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's much. Um, I'm much looser. Uh, my mm. work is is, and more uh, informed. Sure. Yeah. And in terms of that process, then, um, could you describe that? Because obviously, sitting here, I can visually see there's a mixture of 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 different kinds of expressions of work. Is there a particular kind of method you go through or process well work wise mm. I'm I do I will I, I don't stay with paint mm. I, 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 I would consider that uh, for me it's about the research and what I'm looking into and what medium would suit mm. what how I what I want to express mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll it could be photography mm. it could be painting uh, some sculpture a little bit of sculpture mm. but um, not not huge because um, I have arthritis and sure. yeah and um, and then the printmaking mm-hmm. so uh, depending then on what way it, it um, like often research if I'm doing the research into like a project in my head at the moment that I'm researching and that will lead to I'd say all forms of the medium you know there'll be a bit of everything mm. but uh, I, I'll have to then decide what what goes into exhibition sure sure and like i mean in terms of looking around and myself not being totally aware which is sort of the priority in terms of we discussed your your holograph work here for instance but they're all at different stages they're all the the work i see here it's yeah well some of the work's finished some of the work's in process sure and um, yeah and and there's um a lot, a lot of work in here in the yeah. head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> waiting to come out. Yeah. Do you so, find it? And a lot of a lot of boards and canvas waiting for me yeah, as well. You yeah. know. I find it interesting myself because I never know quite in my own studio if I should have everything to- like canvas is turned away or everything facing me, and I kind of go between. Sometimes it encourages to see it out. Like I suppose, but um, they're quite but, yeah different rooms. There's a sort of strikingly different rooms because from yes. here I'm I'm seeing like. Well, from where I'm sat, there seems to be the, the you mentioned the sculpture, the prints, and um, some some photography, some photography works as well. And in here, it seems to be is it more painting, paint, more yeah. Paint. yeah, that's definitely yeah. yeah. I I would divide the the two areas sure into uh, like where the press is now, where we're sitting. That yeah. would be my, my printing area mainly. Yeah, yeah. So and I wouldn't have paint splashing, mm. so I'm able to hang work. Up on the walls yeah, mainly, yeah. so in the other area I would um, be painting a lot. So there's paintings on the wall at the moment, mm. but 
mostly uh, the wall would be cleared off. Yeah. And I would be working. It's I have a storeroom as well outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I needed a storeroom. I mm. had enough to store the work in here. <laughs> I couldn't store that. Sure. So. And it's keep I must commend the curation of the wall. Like it, it's presented like just like an exhibition might be. Um, is that a reflection on Well, it? it's not really. No, I don't. I would consider that way over sure, proud. Sure, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But no, they're just slapped on the wall out okay. of my way. Okay. okay. While uh, the, uh, like I'm in, I'm I'm inclined to work in um, in series. Yeah. Okay. Uh, very much so. Working in in series a lot. So when I start a series, I leave the actual pieces. Like, I might be working on a couple at a time. Yeah. So they'll be on and off the wall because I work a lot on the floor. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, um, uh, so they'll, I'll be, they'll be on the floor for a while, then they'll go up on the wall and they'll sit there yeah. while I'm working on more. And, sure. and they'll come off the wall again. <laughs> and that happens. So, like, a lot of new series that I'm doing at the moment, but, yeah. uh, it's up there, but mm. it's, uh, it may be finished and it may not. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Okay. And in terms of you mentioned there, because in my eyes, it's sort of almost without my glasses on and sort of nearsighted, there's an almost mosaic quality like that. So the serious thing did come to mind just there. I suppose, um, yeah. Sort of fried way. Um, you mentioned um, when we were talking about um, different pieces there, you're working towards an exhibition at the moment. Is this the, the finished exhibition? Or is that, is that. I'm, I'm, I have a project. Sure. I proposed sure. a project. Okay, okay. Rather than working towards an exhibition, okay, I would yeah, say yeah. I've proposed a project that will result in an exhibition. Cool, cool. So, um, it it's a year long project basically. Nice, nice. So there will be a lot of research initially, mm. uh, which I've started, mm. and um, it's in local. Mm. So, I am collaborating with um, a landowner mm. and a historian and a poet. Mm. So, uh, that's interesting yeah so uh, and it will be based in this area and that came through lockdowns mm. and having to stay within five mile ra- five kilometre radius yeah, and all yeah. that and I was trying to think what if this continues what if if we're yeah. locked down again what, yeah. what, how will I so uh, and I, I do have a love for the certain parts of this area mm-hmm. and uh, I thought well use that mm. You know, and yeah. and that's and so. Um, there's an old flex mill, wooden mills. Oh yeah. So um, the owner, she needs wheel, and she uh, she's delighted. She she's big into it because uh, mm. the idea will be eventually maybe to hold the exhibition within the walls of the room. Great. Yeah. So uh, as well as hopefully somewhere else, you know. But it will move to somewhere. It it will move indoors after after yeah. being. Initially, yeah, and there's something very nice about the communal aspect of like these are people who are within your area. They're commenting, I'm presuming, on the area itself or some some inherent qualities of the area. Well, I need I need a lot of research from the. Uh, I haven't actually spoken to the historian right. yet, but um, and he he'll be able to inform me of this, uh, a lot of the history of, uh, like for example, example, it has one of the longest mill races in Europe. Wow. Yeah, so uh, so something at which I intend to walk. Right. So uh, I haven't yet, but I intend to do that. Right. So um, things like that. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'll be talking to him about the whole history of Bree Hill and sure, sure. Yeah, and that and 
there's a there's um there's a obviously a line of quartz mm. running from Bree Hill over to Carrick Hill, right. which is the little wood over here, okay. hill there. And I I've picked up quartz lots of times that yeah. from it, and uh, quartz is a very high energy uh, conductor. Right. So there's lots of thin places I call it, like uh, around. Okay. Which I call where you're near Earth's energy, where you're near that energy going on. Right. Yeah, so it is an interesting place. That's really cool, and the, 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 the journey aspect of, of following the mill race you talked about, the perspective journey, mm -hmm. um, is sort of experiential stuff linked with your work a lot then? Sort of like totally, and what I intend doing there would be a, a, a lot of divination in the area. Yeah. So as I walk, I would pick spots and do some divination, and right. there is a a mass rock mm. in the air, down in that area. There's the the uh, stepping stones are down there, which are there forever. Wow. You know, a long, long, long time. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of a lot of things that uh, will uh, will work. You know, will yeah. will, but all to do with um. A lot of it is to do with me divining the whole area yeah, and, yeah. and getting a sense of what happened. Sure. Because I don't divine... Divination isn't just about water. Mm. It's what I divine are in, uh, old places and ancient mm. places and for ge geometric lines. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, and, but I like runes mm. because runes have stories to tell. Sure. And if you ask the right questions, mm. you'll get answers. Mm. So... Uh, th that would be an intent, like uh, an example. Last summer, I was in found a place called Temple Michael. I didn't know it, wh what it was at the time. I didn't know where it was. We were just out exploring, and uh, it was an old mausoleum in a church, old ruin of a church and graveyard. And there was an old monastery, which ruined the walls were left there. Uh, um, um, but I was around the door, back door of the church, say, and, and the museum, and got uh, a really bad feeling right. before I ever did any divination or anything. Mm. Uh, got this really cold feeling, really not nice. Mm. And, but my sister had, had disappeared, and I was looking around for her, mm. and she had got that feeling before me and run away. <laughs> yeah. So she actually... I was looking around then and I was saying, where is she? <laughs> like, it was so intense. It was so strong. So she then thought, oh, God, I've left Anne back there. So she came running back. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I was going towards her. And she said, did you feel it? <laughs> so she felt it as well. Wow. wow. Yeah. So we were kind of going, oh. And I said, I'll have to go back and, and yeah. do some divination. So uh, really, it was evil that happened there. Right. And it was right. telling me bad things that happened, really, and going back in time. Sure. So we, but we knew nothing about the place. So when we then went back to Ardmore, to uh, 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 where we're saying she, we did a little research mm. on Google. <laughs> and uh, we, uh, we asked Google, basically. Yeah. So, but uh, we found out it was Temple Michael. And okay. it's near a big old... Uh, estate house yeah. which uh, and seemingly uh, strange things have happened there like uh, people have been driving on the road in, in at dusk and there's been a rope across the road right. and they kind of skid to a halt and there's no rope and just weird things like a black yeah. dog has been seen you know there's always a black dog isn't there yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but um, 
we also discovered it was a part of the river where they filmed Barry Lyndon, which you won't Yeah, play. I know, the, you, that's yeah? The, the Kubrick movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so they filmed yeah. Barry Lyndon there as well. That's very cool. But this big old house seemingly in the fam- famine, yeah. so, some woman in trouble, starving woman had gone up the front steps, knocked on the door and asked right. for help and was turned away. And she cursed the generations, each generation as she went down each step. Wow. So the tale would tell it. But each, that they would die tragically. And yeah. each generation did die <laughs> tragically. Oh, <no. laughs> After that, it did. And they were buried in, they're in that mausoleum yeah. that I was standing outside oh, with a feeling. It's clearly so, a lot yeah. of... So that was, that, that's, um, <laughs> lots of people would laugh, but, you know, there is something. There's something. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah <laughs> it's quite emotive, I guess. <laughs> and like, so. when you're uh, sort of going on this, I mean, it's almost like a, I was going to say ancient, it's not quite ancient, but it's sort of, Phenomena. Phenomena, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's about, yeah. Is this something that you visually then uh, attempt to address or express through the, the work itself? Is that, is uh, well, that, is I bring it back, like, uh, uh, the best I heard was, um, I had a review done of my work um, by uh, um, Adon Rilke, and he said that my work... Uh, could be just uh, like he would describe the work mm-hmm. as a phenomenological mm-hmm. uh, inquiry into the nature of our human relationships with the environment. Cool. So relationship with the environment, and I think mm-hmm. that that pinned it all down for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it is about um, for me connecting with the earth. So, but it's also about how others uh, treat the earth and mm-hmm. the earth and how we mm-hmm. how we behave. And it's also maybe about looking to the earth mm. for answers in how we should be going forward. Yeah. You know, rather than destroying everything. Yeah, it's something in my research I was considering, particularly at this time, just as we in Ireland are leaving lockdown and we've been reliant on virtual communications and things like this, how like other means of communications, you know, like where do we look? Some people look at religion, some people look at spiritualities, but means of answers like how do people get by so that's maybe something that's yeah it is it is another form of communication mm. uh, not not one that a lot of an awful lot mm. of people are open to maybe but yeah but um i think people that have uh i did i did a, a symposium when i was in cork in two masters for mm. a one day symposium mm. uh, and i brought people to an ancient site mm. to uh and at, at the dowser that I was collaborating with, she was there as well, and the archaeologist. And we, br- we brought people to this, uh, whoever turned up to, to uh, one, an ancient room, basically, mm. and um, to do some divination. Mm. And at the end of that, people were absolutely amazed, I would say. Mm. Now, I don't know, did I t- turn them all into believers? Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. But... They, uh, they were um, quite amazed that it worked for them yeah. first of all and they got excited when it actually worked for them and and that that was enough for me that, that they had I had opened that yeah. li- uh, there was a chink of light and I'd opened a bit of a door yeah well, I guess it must I mean you were talking briefly about you know my very limited research into like how does it work or how do you open yourself up to it and Seems to be the you ha- the person has to be open to it for it to fully work and Abs- well the channel y- yes. has to be there. Yes, I guess. you have to be um, you ha- you have to be totally 
I'd say, open to the belief that it can happen. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And then you have to be able to clear your mind mm. of everything except what you want to know. Right, right. And yeah. um, within that, when you're talking about the, the locality, then taking this into your locality here and mapping out, say, the area, as you... Topography. Yeah, top, topography. Um, as you have become more acquainted within this practice, does it become more clear to you then? Uh, more, like, is it like a language that you can become more fluent within the practice? Or does it quite work like well, that? Uh, like, I'm a very amateur right. dancer. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, like you can use dancing for healing, mm. you can use it for an awful lot of things. So, mm. but like for me, I'm an amateur dancer. I I'm using it, um, to, it's it's part of my process in the making mm. of art. Mm. So I'm coming at all this from an artistic point of view, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So that that's therein lies the difference, I suppose, yeah, yeah. between an an actual practicing dowser yeah. and me using the art, art form of divination yeah. Yeah. as part of my methodology. Sure. And something just, just came to mind as you were saying that is that um, from the art point of view, from a communication point of view, from a healing point of view, your visual exhibitions, your means of getting this out, connect some more people to that. Like, you know, it's your it's your interpretation yes. visually of these works and you're, you're sharing that with, with yeah. a greater number of people. So... It through your vein of well, I think if more more people become uh, aware and interested mm. in f- other forms of communicating wi- with the earth, mm. like mm. and and uh, that's good. That can only be a good thing, yeah. you know. And more aware of the earth and yeah. what's happening it, yeah. you know, and to be reminded of what's happening it, you know. I mean, uh, uh, the most amazing thing for me during the um, the last year and a half or whatever mm. was uh, the how the pollution levels dropped yeah yeah you know it was just fabulous yeah <laughs> you know um, and th- things started to happen mm. it, w- within nature because it wasn't being bombarded all the time yeah you, you know mm. so and that that like only good could come of that you know so I think so it's you know I, I would think it was it's infor- unfortunate if we go back as bad as ever mm. And mm. when we open up, yeah, you know, we and need we need a new normal, not not the one we had. I think so, yeah, and and also seeing like you mentioned there, how much positively. I mean, obviously, without you know people being ill, people dying is a great negative. However, holistically for the earth itself, the recovery and what, yes. what could be achieved if things were well, well. If you go back through history, right, there's always been um, mm. plague mm. and thing you know yeah. going uh, like. Things that wipe out populations. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a circle of life. There is a circle of yeah. of thing, and I think when when we we as the humans are are taking everything for granted, mm. and and the very thing that we need to, to survive, mm. we're we're abusing. Mm. So uh, uh, we're being taught a little lesson as well, you know. Yeah. But and uh, and if you go back and, I mean. You could say the Spanish flu mm. wiped an awful lot of people out, mm. you know. So um, there's there's circles of yeah. of it coming. Uh, just our generation, I and you, who will be two two different generations, I suppose. But but we've we've never lived through anything. We have, we didn't live through a world war. Mm. We didn't live through anything that was horrifically 
uh, morbid, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that, that and that wiped out people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, but close to us. But if we think about it, mm-hmm. it's happening all the time. And and uh, we can't ignore that, mm-hmm. you know, but we are, we can arm with our own little, in our yeah. bubble. Yeah. And we're doing our own thing regardless. Mm-hmm. And maybe we need to stop and think, oh, why is, you know, the rest of there's places in the world that are suffering so much, yeah, yeah. and 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 you can't live totally that way either, or you'd be just worn yeah. down into the ground. Yeah, into so you have to do what you can in your bit, mm. your bit, in yeah. your way. Yeah. You know, that's the way I look at it. Yeah, that's an interesting way of like of listening psychologically to yourself, and maybe like geographically, like looking at your locality as well as something that maybe is going to become a bit more of a, I don't want to say popular, but normal thing to do because we do take it for granted, you know, and then, then, then we wonder, oh, how come nice things aren't around? How come I can't just walk down to that nice bit of nature, you know, so yes. much? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's, a really, that's a really inspiring point to do. I like that. Um, I was wondering about your, um, we were introduced um, through via Lisa and the team at the Presentation Centre, um, uh, your exhibition, which that was pre- predominantly, that was virtually conducted, is that right? It was online? It was all online, yeah. yeah. How was that for you? How was um, doing an exhibition, that means? Uh, if, okay, mm. uh, initially, my um, what I would have had maybe in the exhibition had changed slightly because mm. it went online. Yeah. So um, the content of the exhibition might have changed. Yeah. But the message didn't. Mm. And... and um, which a lot of my is a lot of uh, my a lot of my work is environmentally based anyway. Yeah. So and the title was nature collated. Is that this was title was nature collated? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and again, it was it was about lest we, lest we forget, you know, right, right. what's going on in the world. Yeah. But it also was uh, about taking note of what's under our feet mm. and 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 actually noticing what's around us instead of always being on the run yeah. slowing the pace of life yeah. and actually taking note of what what, sure. what you're surrounded by you know the the yeah. good things so it's not it's it's while it, it's showing us the catastrophes that are happening in the world it also is 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 showing us um maybe uh the little things, the the things that are are that yeah. the good things that are around us, you know, yeah, that nature gives us. Yeah, and something else, as you're you're explaining that concept, um, I noticed the sort of, I'm not sure, quite aware how much of this work would have been shown in that exhibition or, or um, this this painting here sure, uh, sure, uh, up over your head is yeah. in the exhibition. Sure. Yeah. Um, t- titled Traceless. Traceless. Yeah. And that one, that that painting would have um was done at the end of my master's actually so and it was uh, at the time when we were having heat waves mm. and um, and we were finding all these ancient crannogs and things were rising up out of the uh, well not rising up out of the earth but you could see them yeah more whereas before yeah. we because um, because of the parched land these were becoming obvious right so uh, this is what this was about the traces underneath beneath mm. our feet yeah. What what's actually under the, under the ground? Yeah. You know. Um, I'm really captivated by that. Like it's one of the first things I, I noticed walking in because of the size. It's it's quite a large painting. Um. Also, just the composition of it. It's. This this is something I was hoping to come to. Like you could at one glance of some of your work be looking at 
almost celestial kind of quite far away images of a planet, for example, mm-hmm. or geography in this case. Yes. But it's also incredibly micro, like it could be an organism, it could be like a spore or a mushroom. Yes. And that's, there's a real... It's a play on micro and macro, I yeah, suppose, yeah. If, you, if you take it that way. That's yeah. it, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, um, I love the ridging on it, because again, this is like with the benefit of being a little bit short-sighted, but... Um, <laughs> The textures you have there yes. are fantastic. Can you talk a little bit about the, how this is made? If that's well, okay. because I because I also print make. Uh, yeah. I think I I I often involve the process of print mm-hmm. in the painting. Right. So in these especially, there's a a lot of of um, apl- application and uh, layers yeah. application of layers, but and removal of paint. Then yeah. again, so I'm pulling back, and I'm also using uh, say. Um, new news, newspaper paper yeah. to take away paint. Sure. Or and then uh, using different materials to make different marks. So yeah. it's about mark making. Yeah. Mainly, you That's know, true. and the different types of mark making I can I can uh, get from different ways of doing things. It's like a top topographical view of like yes. a mountain almost there because it's you got the sort of the ridging effect here and yes there's um it's again i'm describing this uh, non-visually but this is the body of water here is the crown well, is that what it, you call it or uh, i'm not going to tell you sure, that that's sure, a body yeah. of water <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. it so, could be anything you want it to be that oblong piece of, of blue that's, that's great yeah, that could actually be a soul. Yeah, it could be uh, something that's just make. This is another thing. I've been did a bit of research on like iconography of like Orthodox kind of art, and it's it's there's a little bit I think of the, of the of, shape of the shape of there's yes. like a skull or a memento mori kind of feel to uh, it. Well, I, sometimes when I look at that, like uh, I because of that ability. I have of seeing faces in in yeah, yeah. Uh, in trees and yeah. stones and things and and uh, because of that, I can see two people in that sure, yeah. sometimes when yeah. I look <laughs> and yeah. but when when I was making it it wasn't mm. that's not what I was doing yeah that, but that came yeah. through afterwards yeah you yeah. know so um, it's it's there's a, and also I just want to comment as well just the color color usages here you've got a kind of well, these are just my descriptions, but an almost sort of organic green, healthy tone to the right, and then to, as you go left, there's some sort of a ra- radiating. Uh, reminds me a little bit tonally of Francis Bacon's Three Figures at the Base of a Crucifixion. Oh, right. Okay. Very, it's very, it's yeah. a pretty gr- <laughs> Thanks. difficult. Oh, it's not right. working. Not that right. Francis Bacon's work, but in, in terms of the, the ochre reds and sort of the burnt umbers and stuff it's yes yeah that's that's yeah it's doing oh. things to my head it's cool yeah <laughs> it's thanks great. thank you yeah brilliant and these these that's my dog oh that's keeping right. out because yeah. um because <laughs> i'm not uh <laughs> with them i like so. the area you've got this is sort of describing the, it it's there's actually three of those that I use it's together now. I haven't heard one there, but okay. I have it outside sure. in my hall. Sure. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's a um, it it it's a performance. Right. But it, in actual fact, it's a performance uh, that I did that I was doing. Mm-hmm. But um, that's my son. Sure. Because he said he could do it better. And <laughs> I said okay. So <laughs> and. Um, 
but uh, it's it's about um, it's about celebrating the unique. So right. that that you, any difference. Mm -hmm. So um, it's actually called celebrating the unique. The three, but uh, but um, yeah. it's uh, the sameness of the of the the kind of ghostly figures on the trees. Mm. You know, uh, are are peeping around basically mm. and looking at this amazing thing happening. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Um, I love the composition as well. It's just it's very. Yeah. straight you've caught it and it, there's almost a pilt like I love vertical works and well, things like you have the uh, vertical kind of yeah. columns of trees yes I picked the, the spot of the woods I yeah. did the preparation mm. um, uh, for it and the idea was that capturing the setting sun as well so mm. I had to pick a particular spot of trees that would capture the sun yeah yeah. so um, you can see uh, if you oh yeah I can't I'll get it and I'll show it to you sure no problem yeah, yeah. one second in the final one, that's like the first two, and then there's a final one. Sure. This one, so this is the final of the third. Oh yeah, I see that. Yeah. I love the sort of... It's a celebration. Yeah, it's yeah. like um, It's almost yeah. like a solstice kind of aspect yes. to it, that kind of bush, yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. What time of the year was that? Is that winter? It, well, winter, yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was maybe January. Yeah. Yeah, so cool. uh, low sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of... So. I'll, I'd be um like I I suppose there like there are there examples of these on your website or your or Instagram? there are yes some of these yeah I can link yeah. them to it so people could yeah. could see it beautifully but it, yeah. I really like the the this is just pe painted on here the, yes. the effect here it's really yeah they're yeah. still there really yeah <laughs> that, no they're a lot massier massier oh, yeah. oh I've gone back and photographed them in the snow that's cool yeah and I've gone back and photographed them almost yeah. like that kind of shape there Do you know what yes I mean? that kind of, they are they're kind of um, I would have been probably influenced at the time very much so by Anna Mendiata so uh, and her silhouettes Right. So uh, that was coming through probably. Okay. You know. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was. I did my thesis for my undergrad on her. So uh, she she would have been a strong influence. At the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I we kind of we went quite quickly through in terms of you studied at Gorey initially for level six. Uh, your degree was based in. Wexford uh, yeah. campus. Sure. Uh, it Carlo. Sure. Sure. Wexford School of Art. So, yeah. um, and then I finished there. With, uh, I, I, in fourth year, I had no intention of going any further. By mm. by the end of fourth year, mm. I I uh, decided that I wasn't finished. Mm. So um, I had I applied only to to the Crawford, nowhere else. Uh, yeah. It was also more process based. Right. So, um, which suited me. Yeah. So uh, I got in, so I did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was thrilled I got yes. in. Yeah. So and at that time, actually, three, three of us from Wexford, who had come through Wexford, mm. were in that group. Uh, a group of twelve and three of us were from Wexford. Wow, so that's that a was, great representation. And yeah. and th uh, ten of us finished, and three three of us from Wexford were still there <laughs> at the yes. end. So that was something. Nice. I love when that happens. That's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. a nice continuation. And and you say it was um the masters then was more process based. Was that kind of? Uh, um, because it was uh, uh yeah it, it was um. 
MAAP, so an, an right. art and process. Oh, cool. So yeah, masters, yeah. It's a fine art masters in yeah. art and process. So yeah, uh, there's a lot of modules mm. that you cover besides your studio, mm. but your um, but like that, a lot of your rather than a research ma- masters where your a lot of your marks are going into your actual thesis, mm. uh, the bulk probably of the marks go into your work mm. more than your thesis, and your thesis is. Actually, my thesis for the, my undergrad was had more word count than than my for my masters. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> when yeah. you were doing this, this out of interest, when you were composing your thesis for either your your end of your degree um, or going into your masters, did you find that uh, writing in the essay form about concepts you were interested in really enhanced the practice, or was it sort of a good? If that makes sense. Well, I uh, I suppose you had to. I had to like choose uh, what I was going to write about, yeah, and, and yeah. Uh, or who I was going to write about. In that case, okay. And when I had made my mind up, it was, I obviously it was someone that I was drawn to anyway, and, yeah, and yeah. that I would be influenced by anyway. Yeah. But as you are, as you're writing a thesis on a part on this artist, you or or their or their process yeah. or what they were about. You become so involved with them, yeah, like yeah. I. You feel, I, for me, it was like I felt so close in in Fortier. I felt so close to uh, her, mm. you know, uh, yeah. Anna Nundieta. That I, I uh, that no, she had to come through some way mm. in the work. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> like so she did. Yeah. and then in I think for the masters, because there wasn't as much focus on that. Mm. Um, I I and I I'm very interested in Native American uh, art and the way they treat the art. Sure. And uh, so I picked a Native American artist, Jean Quick to see Smith, and uh, she she's fabulous. She's quite political. Cool. And uh, 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 she's uh, activist really and political. So um. She, uh, but I liked the way she worked mm. and uh, how she I liked her thinking mm. on the earth as well mm. you know so she suited me and my practice in a way so absolutely that's there's a lot there's so much there and like I, I suppose I, like we have the camera here we can take some photos of the work but a lot of it's available to view on your website um, yeah in terms of uh, sort of upcoming shows or exhibitions is there anything you'd like to mention um, 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 well uh, there's a few group shows sure, that sure. I'm in coming up oh, cool. hopefully yeah, hopefully yeah so and I've applied for others so uh, like I'm sit, my lips are sealed <laughs> basically saying sure. nothing sure, sure. and then otherwise I've kind of put all my energy and focus into this proposal for this year-long proposal yeah, which yeah. is a big thing for me to just take that uh, now I, I suppose I'm lucky in that mm. I'm hoping I'll be able to just focus on that yeah and okay I don't mind doing some group shows here and there but yeah. the focus, I'm not in a hurry for another big solo show I'm yeah. not in yeah. I also uh, have mentor a mentor in uh, Anya van Goslin so she she um I have found her exceptionally helpful to yeah. me all yeah. along. Uh, she opened that show, Nature, Nature Collated, actually. Sure, and sure. Uh, she, 
she also has some stuff in the pipeline for me. There's a, I have an exhibition of some of my photography in her hub space coming up, and there'll be, I think, um, other, other, there'll be one in Wexford, a group exhibition in yeah. Wexford, and there's the exhibition in Helsinki, yeah. and um, one or two more, I'm hoping. Sure. <laughs> so. I, did, I did know from um, my research, uh, you were, you're part of the collective known as the Nua. The Nua Collective, yeah, yes. That seems, is that, is that virtually based, or is that the... It, 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 it's virtually based because yeah. of... Obviously. But we did talk about when things open up, yeah. that uh, we, we'd finding a space and having a group exhibition. Yeah. So that's yeah. a possibility as well that's in the future. I, so, and yeah. within that, is there, is there a, a sort of an ethos or kind of a... Is it, what, what, what's the basis of the, the collective itself? Is it, is it a locally one or is it a... No, um, you had to be residing or, or Irish or residing in Ireland okay. for quite a period of time. Sure. So... Um, uh, and otherwise, I think the connection in a lot of ways is the Crawford. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a lot of us would have come through the Crawford at some stage, either undergrad or master's or MA. But um, I, uh, and and other yeah, I'd say that is the main connection. Sure, and sure. Uh, the founder of it just invited yeah. artists, and you could say yes or no. So I said yes, and it's a it's a brilliant yeah, thing. It yeah. it was absolutely fabulous at times during mm. lockdown. Mm. The, we had Zoom meetings oh, and talked talking about art with a whole group of other artists yeah, and talking yeah. about your own art and, mm. and others' art and their art yeah. and just discussing it like a yeah. critique. Of course, and, yeah, yeah. But, but all was positive. And, um, but it just it gave you that sense of... That, that, that was missing. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's missing for me and when I'm al- very much alone in my studio. Mm. Uh, whereas say if you're in the creative hub in a studio mm-hmm. you're surrounded by other artists in their spaces yeah. in Wexford you know yeah. and and uh, I, I think that's a lovely setup yeah. and it's, it's super to be able to go into yeah. a space and another artist space and, and yeah. just sit and discuss art Absolutely. You know, so that's missing for me, and, oh, yeah. and I have to make an effort myself to actually. Well, go a, a big yeah. basis for me doing these podcasts, it starting this year in lockdown was to connect. Although I was studying, it was to connect other artists, and like this, coming to visit a studio and seeing it, just because it really is important, especially. Uh, you mentioned about the the relationship how it's similar to like a crit itself. Like yeah. in college, it's a big part of of your how you make it's presenting to your cohorts to your to your peers and going forward and maybe without that or not having that for a while it's yeah there's definitely a, a need for it well you know? I, I think yeah as as a visual artist working in in, in isolation mm. as such yeah um, you, you, it's up to you to make the effort yeah. you you have to put yourself out there and you yeah. have to go out and meet and and meet up other art with yeah. other you know you you have to make an effort yeah you, you can sit at home all day no one's going to come to the door that's it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think yeah. it's sort of it's it's playing between those two worlds of kind of Allowing yourself that quiet time to reflect, to create, but also having a cut off and going back out, maybe to yeah, to even even um, a day like I'm I'm planning maybe a day in Dublin to do some galleries, you know you need to do that. Yeah, you need to get out yeah. and see what other people are making. Yeah, <laughs> you absolutely. Know? Yeah, and um, 
Yeah, and, and what's happening out in the world? That's the one. I yeah. find very lucky that in time with the presentation, I'm, I'm actually planning on attending the, the next exhibition at the moment. Um, uh, it was done by this lady who did portraits of, of, of uh, people in the trans community. That's right. And I was, re- I was really impressed. It was actually quite emotive, the, yeah. the opening of it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, having that on our doorstep is just brilliant, you know, and, and obviously work through the art centre. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, so I remember when I was yeah. younger, when I, before I left for college, I was, my interpretation was, you want to do art, you go to Dublin, you go uh, wherever else. But that's still the case, there's loads of great galleries. Uh, well, actually, uh, I'd say um, Kilkenny and Wexford are, are, are uh, mm. nice hubs of, of activity now. Mm. Mm. We have very good, um, the Wexford Arts Council yeah, like, yeah. Uh, department uh, is excellent. We have very good, Funding coming in, Absolutely. we have the Wexford Art Centre, or or have so much going on. They're yeah. brilliant. They have the Living Arts Project, which I did for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, um, they have uh, so so many things. Art links bursaries as well. Yeah, art links like, bursaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So there's a lot, and there's a lot of artists working and living. Yeah. Kilkenny is as good. It it's got a lot of artists mm-hmm. and uh, working and living and a lot of things going on. Sure. So like. I think Waterford as well. Yeah. I mean, you have yeah. water. So there's a southeast, maybe or whatever. It's, it's exciting. Yeah, you know, there's a lot happening. It's not all absolutely. about Dublin, and no, it's not all about Cork. Even, exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. It's nice having a representation, and um, mm. yeah, it's exciting to be back and sort of be be a little bit a part of it. But I'm going to say thank you very much for your time. It's been it's been really lovely being here and seeing your work. Um, Thanks. Thank you. And learning about your your background. Um, something I ask each artist is um, if you could give an upcoming artist or someone who's an interest in art any advice what would that be as a sign off no pressure <laughs> I, I think I think yeah. it's at least 90% hard work and 10% talent a lot of the time <laughs> uh, and I do think mm. you have to put the mileage the miles in mm. you know um, mm. if you're, if you're uh, in college studying you have to put the hours in you have to put the work in you have mm. to put the uh, I think it's all about that, and and that continues. You must continue that re- that ethos of of looking into researching and sure. having something behind what you're doing. Sure. So uh, I I would say the other thing, imposter syndrome. Ignore it if you can at all. <laughs> we all get it, and and I would say that's you know just put that aside because we're we're all artists. You know, so that's a lovely way to end it. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Thank you.